I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot sitting in a meditation and I was really just tuning into the earth's energy and then all of a sudden I got this image of a shoe that would connect you to the frequency of the earth. So it was this whole image of of reconnecting to the earth and how disconnected as a quote unquote modern civilization, we have become so disconnected, not only, you know, energetically, but also emotionally, but also messing with our health. So the image came through at that time to create a shoe and a shoe line that would connect us to that natural resonance. And at that time, I had no idea what to do with it. Like, I was like, I don't know how to start a shoe company. Now let the magic begin. Hello, and Jai Mayomis. <laughs> it's Raquel. And you might hear in my voice, I don't know if you can tell or not, you might just feel from my energy, as I know many of you are extremely empathic, that I'm just feeling it today. <laughs> I'm releasing something indeed, and I've been dancing with it. Uh, on my Shakti playlist, The Faith's Hymn, I've just been playing that and allowing my body to sway to it. And, whew. And I knew I had to record, and I, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait till I feel lighter. But to be honest, I, I don't intend for that to happen because I want to feel whatever I'm feeling to release it. I'm supposed to be experiencing this and be reminded of this peace that is within me as it's honestly part of my weakness. I don't need to get into detail, but when you call something in, as I made a clear ask in calling in something and the universe your guides angels tend to bring certain 
things that you might have been burying deep down to surface just so you can really let those go and especially if they make you feel weaker or less than in some way so you can you know step into your power and be stronger in that part ascend and honestly be a match for that whatever you're calling in so i'm cool with this uh it sucks in the moment it's not fun but i i'm fine with it and you know what's even better is that today i mean it's been very sunny every day in utah but today it's cloudy sky it's raining outside it's storming i was just standing out and embracing the smell of the rain and listening to the thunder and happy that i am feeling this mood and aligned with nature that surrounds me you know i'm recording this intro the day before I post so it's Sunday you're gonna be hearing this Monday um, which I usually do a for a fresh perspective for you but B I'm also just a procrastinator so I'm like you know what they get to hear all sides of me and I'm whoa the lightning was so massive just now so beautiful <laughs> Everything's divinely designed, right? The weather reflecting my mood and my mood being slightly different than most of my introductions harmonizes a bit with today's episode. <laughs> oh, the universe, the universe. I'm really excited to share this episode, this conversation um, came forward in beautifully divine timing as there were potentials that, you know, I wanted to share, but I had a deeper inner knowing that I knew the focus of this Monday's episode must be earth-centric. Something to just remind us to live more consciously for humanity, for our soul, families, for ourselves, and for her, Mama Earth especially with everything going on right now. Even if we were to just start with the simple, simple thing we can do to reconnect with her, which also simultaneously allows us to reconnect and rebalance the equilibrium of our bodies as we're always receiving the electromagnetic fields, the positive electrons from technology, modern technology, where this modern technology indeed throws off our equilibrium for our body and it's also blocked by the presence of rubber soled shoes and the way to balance it and come back into harmony is to somehow align with earth's natural heartbeat rhythm which is a frequency of 7.83 hertz and it's known as schumann resonance which we talk about in this podcast. So when you walk barefoot onto Mama Earth, you are receiving her negatively charged ions, which is the natural frequency and... Whoa! I hope that the microphone caught that sound of thunder. <gasps> wow. I'm so thankful for the rain, especially during this high fire season here in Utah where we do have an abundance of trees and so the rain is nourishing her. I'm so thankful for it. I'm happy that it's reflecting my mood, <laughs> which is a pocket of light indeed. Um, but yeah, back to Mama Earth and grounding and earthing. So earthing is all you need to do is walk barefoot and we'll talk about why this is important on the podcast so you 
connect with Earth's natural magnetic field, and there are so many, so many healing benefits to it, which of course our magical guest today will indeed talk about. And her name is Mariah K. Lyons. She's also from Utah, actually, and that's why she has such a strong connection with nature, with the earth, is her upbringing. Um, as she's both embraced the wild, mountainous beauty and roamed forests <laughs> as well, like I did, the forests in my backyard as a little one. And she's an earthing activist. She's a designer, a healer, and the founder of Astara, which is a luxury wellness foot brand that actually integrates quantum mechanics, earth's resonance, and ancient healing techniques to bridge style and well-being. Yes, that is what her footwear brand, her shoes, do. They actually hold the Schumann resonance so that as we wear them, we are able to ground with Mother Earth's natural healing frequency that is often blocked by rubber-soled shoes. And Astara's quantum technology ensures this frequency is unaffected and still reaches our feet. One thing you might appreciate in this episode is that, to be honest, she rarely talks about the shoes. She's way more passionate about talking about Mother Earth and how we can connect with her and all the variety of topics that we flowed into, um, but I felt like it would be important for me in the introduction to mention how amazing and powerful and how wonderful her shoes are because if you are open to living a more conscious lifestyle, which it seems the collective is indeed becoming more and more open, then shoes that happen to not only be made very consciously with vegetable tanned leather shoes that are also reiki charged and programmed with crystals and sustainably sourced with sustainable source packaging and materials i mean and locally handcrafted <laughs> i mean why not i'm indeed going to be getting mine soon buying them myself supporting a local master artisan <laughs> mariah herself i'm just thankful for beings that have been following their calling and integrating all the pieces in the puzzle of life and somehow creating something magical from it that's going to benefit the collective and mother earth in some way so i so honor that this is really a conversation that just flowed and i love that she asked in the beginning to ground and so i said the prayer and that just allowed the conversation to flow into talking about the importance of earthing and how we can may deeply connect to mother earth which also helps rebalance our shells equilibrium and crystal healing and plant medicine and honoring the moon cycle within and how she dances with the universe and truly listens to her guidance team to live the life that she's thriving in today and helping us explore our own magic, our own strengths, which may lead us to mastering in many different healing modalities as well. Because again, she's a Reiki master, crystal healer, plant medicine practitioner, and so much more. So an entrepreneur. So there's so much gold that she has to share. And we do talk a bit, actually, I think if this is important for me to mention, is we talk a bit about awakening to the crystalline grid, which I'm excited to dive 
into with you as we have been releasing old paradigms and have evolved into a new earth, shifting from a 3D consciousness where people do still reside in as they're playing by the rules of the old world ways. But this is a new earth. Mama Gaia is telling us she's ready to ascend, but you know, we have to ascend with her. And I'm thankful for those of you who listen to this podcast as you are clearly living in 4D. So you've shifted from the ways of the 3D world with extreme duality. And now you are recognizing that whether or not you happen to be living in the dark night of a soul moment, I mean... I no longer live in the 3D space yet. Of course, I still have my experiences where I'm releasing stuff as that's part of this human experience, but that's the thing. I'm very well aware that I'm a soul having a temporary human experience and I'm honoring all of my experiences as are many of you. And so as you begin to recognize that these moments are just divinely designed for us to ascend into the next level, and that you recognize that there is more to life beyond the physical. You know, and I see your posts. I know that many of you are dancing in this consciousness. So then you begin to awaken and open to this and experience more love and compassion for yourself and others in all states and embracing this fourth dimensional consciousness, which is why sometimes you might feel that people sometimes don't fully understand the perspective you see on this reality. That's okay, because they will be ascending more too. (laughs) And it doesn't make you any better, by the way, because they really will be ascending too, whether it's in this human suit or another. (laughs) As you begin to awaken and open to this and experience more love and compassion for yourself and for others, you perhaps may even jump into the fifth dimensional realm. And that's where we were talking about the crystalline grid, because... Uh, living in that space, the crystalline grid and the five-dimensional space, you begin to see that every experience is really neither good or bad, as we've been talking about in past episodes, and have a stronger sense of love and compassion for yourself and actually see and know and experience the oneness, the sense of connectedness within all of us. And yeah, become an open vessel to receiving higher vibrational being guided messages to help us to help others to help mama earth ascend as that's what we starseeds have come here to do and because this is me jumping straight into it without much of a teaser um so if a lot of that is a bit mind-blowing to you and you're like what the hell are you talking about raquel well um stay tuned because we will indeed be talking a lot more about this And I know the ego, for some people, might want to shut this out, but I encourage you to allow your ego to take a back seat for a moment as your soul knows. So to listen from that space, from your heart space. Remember that most of this conversation is not extremely woo-woo or it gets truly just ways for every human to connect more with mama nature and bring out simple tools that you just may want to resonate with. So thank you to all of you that are listening right now and also to all of you who have been leaving ratings and our reviews. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is obviously a free podcast, so I want to thank you as if that was your cosmic give and take from this relationship, this exchange. I truly, truly honor you and I see you and I appreciate it and I read all the favorable or whatever when you can categorize them so I don't see any of the negative ones because I don't care for that vibration to enter my field by any means. So thank you to all of you who have been simply just rating this and reviewing it and I honor it. I honor you. I'm so thankful for you. And if this podcast does happen to resonate with you in any way, it has helped you in any way, shape, or form, feel free if you are feeling the nudge to, to rate the podcast. (laughs) It means honestly more than I can express in words. So again, much gratitude, much appreciation, much love for you. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Mariah K. Lyons. Heads up before we dive in, just so the listeners are very well aware that during this recording, Mariah was at a trunk show in Laguna Beach and she was using her cell phone for this conversation, which was totally fine because all that matters is that you get to hear her very expansive messaging and that it resonates with your soul. So don't worry, you might feel like it's a little uneasy at first if you're used to a very crisp and clear podcast, but you'll soon get into it and just over the fact that she's on a cell phone because honestly she's brilliant and you do not want to miss a word that she says i usually do a prayer with my guests okay but i couldn't read the energy that you're around in the trunk show so i didn't know if this felt right but i'm glad that you asked because that feels yeah i would love to okay i would love to i'm gonna say a little prayer dear angels and divine guidance Thank you so much for connecting Mariah and I at this time to deliver whatever message you intend for us to deliver, for her to deliver, and share this energy, this frequency with the listeners to help elevate them in some way, and may whatever is shared ripple from us through them and through other souls as well. Feel free to use us as a channel at this time, as a vessel to deliver the messages and the stories and the cosmic truths that you see is best fit for this moment. And may we allow any part of the ego to take a back seat as we stay present with our souls and allow ourselves to share any stories from our lives that come to heart in the moment. And also, we thank you for making sure that the technology is very smooth. (laughs) Aho. Aho. That was beautiful. Well, Mariah, I'm going to ask you again. (laughs) How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. And that was such a beautiful, beautiful ground in and check in. And it's, you know, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, it's, it had been a full, I'm trying not to use the word, I'm not using the word busy anymore because it, I don't really 
resonate with it, but I, I it had been a very full day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think when we can find these moments to drop in, it also really brings us just back to the present moment and we expand out and our nervous system calms down and we're able to actually be that open vessel. So mm-hmm. I really, really deep bows to you. Thank you for that beautiful check-in and ground in. You know what, Mariah, thank you for taking that beat and encouraging me to because my mind told me, oh no, just mm-hmm. jump right in. She's busy. But my heart and my soul and my guides, I mean, they were clearly like, I have chills right now. They were clearly like, nope, nope, you're not getting away with this. You're doing a prayer like you always do. No. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, right? When we like try and still, and I, and I think that's just part of always like our lessons and, and we continue to um, strengthen that of listening to listening to our guidance, listening to our intuition, listening to our heart, even if it feels like it's inconvenient at that moment. And um, and it always comes back around, right? So. Well, I'm thankful for this lesson because it just shows. Because sometimes I'm like, man, do people really want to listen to this all the time? You know, the, my prayers every moment. But clearly, there's a reasoning for it. So that was a great lesson to know that these prayers of grounding are of value. Mm. Well, I think it also starts to weave in, you know, as you were speaking, like I was also seeing the weaving in of your listeners as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's almost like opening up a ceremony. It's opening up that ceremonial space and that everyone then that is listening and they're able to tune into that frequency and that vibration and they're open in that portal, whatever time, space, they listen to it. It doesn't matter. It's still, it's still, they're still resonating with it. So oh, yeah. um, it feels very important. So I love that you do that. <laughs> I love also when you were talking about that. I'm looking up right now. I don't know because you're in Long Beach. I think you might be able to see it in Long Beach, unlike LA, but I'm looking up at the sky right now and I can see the moon and she is at her half mass right now. And mm. she's so beautiful. And I'm thinking about them looking up at it too. Can you see the moon right now? I can't right oh. now. We're in Laguna Beach yeah. and I'm, I'm, I can't see it at this moment, but I was tuning into it yesterday last night and it's so beautiful mm. the cycle that it's in right I now know. um yeah I can't see it right now. we'll definitely have to talk about moon cycles and sun cycles because I know that you are very into that as well and so am I <laughs> so we can geek out over that but first <laughs> there's so much to talk about with you and this Monday this week's episode I just felt deep within my core that I needed to bring someone on to share a message, an expansive message about how we can, um, in their own specific way, how we can care for her, Mama Earth, whether that be through organizations or food or also what we wear. Like there's so many different ways to just be, live a little more consciously and just because of what's going on at this time. So I just felt like it, but I couldn't find anybody. What ended up evolving what ended up happening was Sarah reached out on behalf of you and I was like yes this is it and it's gonna happen right away because this one needs to be Monday's episode this is divine timing indeed so I'm so thankful that you're taking this time right now to step away from the trunk show and share your message with the listeners yeah no it's so lovely to connect with you and it's always funny when uh, you know, it, it happens as it's supposed to. So yeah. I'm, and I saw that you, you know, you've done episodes with, with some friends of mine. <gasps> like who? Jordan is like a really dear friend of 
behind Jordan Younger. Yeah. And so it's, it's fun. It's, um, I'm, I'm just really excited to connect with you and the fact that they're both from Utah when I found out that it was, yeah, I just felt really sweet. And I'm, I'm really honored to be, to be on here. So thank you again. Oh my gosh. So many webs of connections. I have major chills and uh, I love Jordan. Mm-hmm. She's somebody that I've only met her for a split second in person at a time. We didn't even really know each other. And then years went by and we started connecting. Mm-hmm. She's just one of those people that I feel a deep, deep, deep soul connection with, but I want to talk about you. I'm curious about your story as you are doing so much. You have, you're dabbling in, not even dabbling, you've mastered it seems in a lot of different conscious fields. And so I'm curious about your evolution, your journey and how you got to where you are today and starting everything that you've started for people and the planet. Yeah. So, I mean, I think like anything, we couldn't put the pieces together ourselves if we tried, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like, it's really interesting how my whole path has kind of brought me to where I am now. Um, And like you, grew up in Utah and grew up in Holiday, Utah, and literally the mountain was my backyard. And so, so much of my time was spent um, you know, barefoot in the garden and climbing trees and in the mountains and collecting rocks. And we used to go out to the desert and get geos and um, go to rendezvous on, you know, and have different crystals and rocks and arrowheads that we used to just kind of collect and have. And um, we had a huge garden in my backyard. And um, my mom would always, you know, a lot of our vegetables and fruits were from our backyard. And, um, and I don't know, it just wasn't really even anything that like, she's, I had a hard time sleeping when I was growing up. I always just had a very, I was very highly sensitive and um, had a hard time sleeping. And so she would do, you know, I'm so lucky that I chose her to be my mother because she would do these um, children's meditations with me when I was little. And it would really help me a lot. And I was, really intense in gymnastics and also dancing. And so we had nutrition classes and um, different visualization exercises we would do and Pilates at, you know, nine years old. And so I was like really fully immersed in a very uh, holistic lifestyle and mind body from a very young age. And it was just kind of, it wasn't anything that like, it just kind of was what it was. And um, it wasn't until I graduated high school and I moved to New York City and I was on dance scholarship out there. And, um, you know, I went from from Utah to like the city and it was my first time of really understanding what it was like to not have nature around me. And every single weekend I would go to Central Park and lay my blanket out and just pretty much ground and earth like the whole day I would do my homework there and that was just kind of my base of grounding um and then kind of you know fast forward I ended up in LA and I was dancing professionally out here and um and then kind of fell into fashion and was styling and then fell into PR and was interning and doing all that went back to school and um and then I found myself at a luxury uh, footwear company and I was doing in-house PR and I was really used to you know being active and 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 dancing all the time and auditioning and and performing and then all of a sudden I found myself in an office at at a desk job at a computer all day long and you know I remember 
calling my mom like very early being like, I think I like it, but I'm just really tired. And I don't, I don't know. Like it didn't feel right, but I knew for some reason I kind of needed to stick it out. Um, and so I did and I, and I stuck it out, but it was, um, it was a couple years in that like my health really started to fail. And I think that it was a perfect storm for a lot of different for a lot of different reasons. I mean, on a soul level, like I just wasn't being creative and I wasn't, it, it wasn't really a, a very supportive environment for me in that space as well. Yeah. And, um, and then I was on a computer all day long and I was under fluorescent lights and I had two smartphones on me at all time and emailing at all hours. And, you know, it just kind of, my health started to fail. And so um, I started looking into, you know, because I was so finely tuned with my body and also used to looking and seeking alternative methods of healing. Um, I found this book that was called earthing and it talked about how connection to the earth's energy helps the body decrease inflammation. And it also helps to prevent um, fatigue from EMS. And so I was realizing that I was very sensitive to my computer and, um, and you know the the light on the screen as well and so I would come home and I would just have horrendous brain fog and my joints would hurt and I would be so tired and my hormones started going crazy and I got diagnosed with endometriosis and Hashimoto's and all of a sudden I was like such a healthy person that and that just very quickly declined and um and so I got these grounding mats for under my computer that you would plug into the wall and it essentially plugs into the resonance of the earth. And, mm. um, and it helped and it definitely like dramatically helped. And then I remember sitting in a meditation and I was really just tuning into the earth's energy. And then all of a sudden I got this image of a shoe that would connect you to the frequency of the earth so it was this whole image of of reconnecting to the earth and how disconnected as a quote-unquote modern civilization we have become so disconnected not only you know energetically but also emotionally um with with Gaia with earth with this master being that we are so uh lucky to walk upon that it's also messing with our health. So the image came through at that time to create a shoe and a shoe line that would connect us to that natural resonance. And at that time I had no idea what to do with it. Like I was like, I don't know how to start a shoe company. Like that just seemed too out of the, um, I just didn't know what to do with it. So I kind of sat on it for a couple of years and then it was, I was working with a mentor of mine at the time and you know, we were speaking about it and I was like, I have this idea for a shoe line and I want to work with crystals with it. And, and we both were just like, yes. And at that time I had left my job um, and I had really dived into my own healing and my own studies and, um, you know, seeking, I had been meditating with my teacher at that point for, for many years and got trained in yoga and went to herbalism school and, and nutrition school. And I just was really fully head diving into not only my own healing journey, but also um, just continuing on that path of seeking like, I'm, you know, like so many of us, right. It's um, and yeah. And then one thing kind of led to another and um, I was 
truthfully, the whole thing was like very divinely aligned. And it's really funny. I, you know, it's like asking for guidance and literally my angels and guides would take me specific places and introduce Mm -hmm. me to specific people. And even the name, like everything had been very, I think when I opened it up to being a very conscious business and a very conscious brand, it has always like, it has to stay in that vibration. And when it is in that vibration, when it is in that intention and integrity, it's, there's so much flow with it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, I launched Astara a year ago in June and there is a grounding tab in the sole of the shoe that is, uh, that resonates at the same frequency of the earth called the Schumann resonance and it's 7.3 hertz. And then each shoe also has a different crystal on it. Um, and I had been teaching crystal classes and crystal meditations and I do crystal readings. And so, you know, minerals had been a very deep medicine and ally of mine for a very, very long time. So it felt really um, fun and symbiotic to bring that into the line as well. So it's been fun. I mean, it's been like, you know, had you asked me years ago, if I would ever <laughs> launch the line, I'd be like, what are you talking about? But it's just, I think it's always, it's such a humbling process to continue to, you know, um, to just to walk the path and continue to follow what the heart um, is leading you towards. And I found in my own life, it's like, it's, it's just taking that one next step and the things that really excite, excite me, like I can only really speak for myself, but really excite me and, and, and light me up from the inside and, and follow the guidance, you know, and continue to ask and trust. And, um, and I think when it's aligned for the greater good, and when there's a vision of really, um, of wanting to help shift the consciousness and wanting to help be a bridge in many ways that, that there is so much help available to us that, um, that is really, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly in awe of it, you know, and so much of the download that was coming in for me of the shoe line as well as being able to, you know, I'm a Reiki master as well. And so all the shoes are, pistols are all cleansed and charged and um, they've been programmed and, and the specific design that came for the bottom of the shoe, it, you know, this image was like every step that people walk, that they are, um, that they are really imprinting that love and that light into the earth so that there's light, that wherever they walk, they are leaving light and they are leaving these streams of light and it becomes this grid of light of more awakened and conscious individuals and that every walk, every step that we take, we are stepping into um, grace and with intention and with very specific um, purpose. So, yeah, that's kind of where... My path is led at this point, so we'll see what happens in five years. That's, that's where I'm at at this, at this juncture. But you know what? This present moment, you are a phenomenal, phenomenal woman, mm-hmm. and there are so many nuggets that you just shared <laughs> that was truly medicine for so many people to hear. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm even envisioning you when you were sitting down in that meditation and it coming through years ago. It's funny how a lot of different, like you were talking about pieces earlier, a lot of different mm-hmm. pieces collectively come together and you see, yeah. oh, wow, all of these different puzzles in my life, these puzzle pieces in my life are combining and collecting, coming together because I'm yeah. being to 
value for humanity and for mama earth. And I just want to acknowledge you for listening to all those pings along your journey. Even I'm sure Mm. there were some really high times and then some really low times that now (laughs) see those low times as great value for where you are today. And so I want to acknowledge you for and honor you for your entire journey, as I can only imagine it's been and with your health too. And still you finding the energy to do this. That is very phenomenal. And then also just allowing us a fun and fashionable way to connect with (laughs) Earth's electromagnetic field, which uh, that's why I actually go, I I walk barefoot on my walks for sections, not the entire time. There's sometimes where it kind of hurts. So I put my shoes back on, (laughs) (laughs) but when I can, I definitely like to be barefoot. Um, Yeah. So important. That's how we naturally are. I mean, that's how, you know, and then it's, we've, yeah, with rubber-soled shoes and uh, different, you know, paved streets, it, it we we are we did we get disconnected from from that natural heartbeat, which is the heartbeat of the earth, and it is true medicine to our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a battery source. I mean, not only is she, you know, our our mother, truthfully, but but it is a natural natural energy source, a natural battery source that that I think is it's going to become even more important in the coming years as we evolve with technology as well and we become that much more interdependent with technology and um you know it's nothing to necessarily like be afraid of but I think that we're just being called at the same time to to hold that balance and okay, as we're evolving with technology and with these man-made frequencies as well, the way that our body can actually implement them and utilize them or at least uh, safeguard ourselves from them is by staying connected to the earth and through raising our frequency and our vibration. Um, and And I had this image the other day that I was just, I was so blown away by the orchestration of it all in in that you know because we are evolving so much with technology we're being called that much more to tune into the earth right where it's like you actually like have to to be able to then um you know and, and if it's with eating more plants if it's spending more time outside if it's you know whatever that looks like for specific people but we it we need it now to really just even be able to hold a space of well-being in in this new modern world that we find ourselves in so it's really it's a really fascinating time oh my gosh well you can see the paradigm shift so mm-hmm. rapidly with people that you actually wouldn't assume that they ever would yeah. acknowledge how important mama earth is i mean wow mm-hmm. like, we're human living on this planet we should maybe yeah. take care of her <laughs> you know maybe be a little conscious <laughs> So you may or may not know that I pretty much wear Fabletics for my everyday sweat session and I'm kind of obsessed right now with their Sculpt Knit selection because to be honest, it's their most advanced legging ever because it's enhanced with body mapping to create flattering contours for the body. And I must agree, it does look pretty nice. 
and I love their high-waisted ones as it's highly compressive and has a shapewear inspired waistband so it feels good it looks good and I love that they really do honor and see and sculpt the beauty of all shapes and sizes so I do feel very goddessy when I wear them and you can get two pairs of leggings for just $24 when you go to fabletics.com magic and again I recommend their sculpt knit but check out whatever works for you as they're truly the Netflix of activewear. So there's a wide variety, a great selection you can choose from and they're always changing it up with the season. I think that they're most known for having great quality material paired with a very wonderful price. And I also love their VIP members program which I actually do pay for myself which gives even better deals about 50% off regular prices plus free shipping and additional perks that I felt like, okay, I just need to get my own membership so I can continue to buy these amazing clothes. Thank you, Kate Hudson. <laughs> so again, Fabletics is gifting you two leggings for only $24 when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. I'll leave the link in the show notes and don't forget their VIP members get 50% off regular prices, free shipping, and additional perks. That's fabletics.com forward slash magic and pick your two pairs. I'm telling you, they really do make me feel like a goddess and I get compliments on many of my different Fabletics outfits all the time because they're really cute and comfortable. <laughs> What are some signs that maybe perhaps, let's say people, I'm thinking of big cities like New York that, like you said, they have Central mm -hmm. Park. Most people probably rarely go out and touch nature. Mm -hmm. What are some things that might happen if they don't connect with that magnetic frequency? So, I mean, it can happen really on a on a physical level, on an emotional level, and also like on a spiritual level, right? So we can become ungrounded yeah. in many different ways. Um, but what what happen in that in that way and what generally what we're seeing and there's so much research to back this up there's thousands and thousands of uh, research articles to back this up but these man-made frequencies um they can cause leaky gut they can cause triggers of you know autoimmune disorders they can cause uh depression um anxiety uh they mess with our circadian rhythm so we have a hard time sleeping um there's a lot of there's a lot of changes that can happen within the body from from these frequencies and I think really what it what we mostly see is kind of is a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of sleep sleep patterns problems um depression as well as brain fog inky, uh achy joints and um and the autoimmune I mean autoimmune you know diseases and disorders have have never been this high and where I think that you know I think it's kind of a lot of combinations of of a lot of different things I don't know that it's necessarily one particular thing that we can pinpoint oh, no. but I do believe that you know disconnection from the earth and and that natural resonance combined with the electro smog that we have in terms of how many man-made frequencies are just bombarding our bodies at all times 
um, it's kind of a perfect storm for um, for disease and to set in. So often, you know, like like, like I said, it's, it's often that depression or, or headaches or memory loss, um, brain fog, um, autoimmune system, uh, anxiety, depression. Yeah. Oh, there was something that you said in the middle of there. Oh, I know. Okay. So as I just did this moment to ground and remember what my question was. Mm-hmm. And when you also were like, may we take a pause mm-hmm. and may we ground, how important is it for humans to ground so they can balance their body's equilibrium? And also what does grounding mean to you? Grounding to me, that's an amazing question. And I think it's been my uh my life journey to be honest because I'm highly sensitive as I feel like you are and um it had been you know because of traumas and because of specific things it was very easy for me to like check out of my body um and I am an intuitive and, and and it was just kind of very easy to kind of check out and I had so many people on my path be like you need to get grounded you need to get grounded you need to ground in and I was like I don't even know what that means so to me really what it is at this point you know it is a full mind body spirit like there are practices in in all aspects of that but it is being able to be present and calming the nervous system so that we're able to reach higher states of consciousness. Because we, when we are in a grounded state, our nervous system is calm, we're actually able to manifest at that moment. We're able to be in direct communication with our higher self. And we're able to, the time space con- continuum like really expands in that moment versus when we're in this constant state of fight or flight, or if we're checked out of our body, we're really unable to be fully present in the present moment that is everything, right? Um, so to me, really staying grounded and being in a space of groundedness is, it's a constant practice, to be honest. And I will say that, like, we create the medicine that we need. And it is something that, like, I have really needed in my life is to continue to stay grounded. Um, and different practices will come in at different times for that reason but I really feel that it is especially with our nervous system with our vagus nerve like it's so important at this time and also as as we you know getting a little bit more into the esoteric teachings but as we are also turning more crystalline and as our bodies are um expanding and as we are ascending like we are the only way that we can take in these higher frequencies and the only way that we can truthfully um, ascend is to be able to have a nervous system and to be able to have a body that can actually handle it right and so when we're able to fortify that system then we can hold these higher frequencies of energy on and if we don't it's kind of like frying the system right kind of almost like an electric shock, um, which you do see sometimes. You do see sometimes sometimes people having these like um, you know spiritual awakenings and then not really knowing what to do with that information yes. and not really having the pieces or the grounding to be able to facilitate it or to be able to actually like walk forward in a um, in a earthly way in a practical and grounded way, um, and they can get a bit floaty and all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 
to me, being able to stay grounded is also being able to support the vessel to reach to reach different states of consciousness mm-hmm. and expansion. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll hold to that. And I love that you brought up, uh, especially as we, a collective, are becoming more crystalline, which I've touched upon slightly on the podcast, but haven't really dived too much into. But I do think that this is an important tool because honestly, especially since, you know, as a collective, we are, we are ascending to another Mm -hmm. level, another dimension. Um, It's taken some time as it does, you know, since I think that it started at the shift actually started in 2012. So it's super recent for earth's time, Mm -hmm. but as we're ascending to this crystalline frequency uh, where we are, vibration is becoming more crystal-like. It is probably super important for us to have these tools to ground because there's going to be a lot of shifts that happen. Mm -hmm. We're sometimes going to have, you know, challenging times, which will be beautiful. But, you know, if you have the tools to help you ground, Mm -hmm. it will give you so much clarity and compassion as to why it's happening. So Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Um, People are probably like, what are you talking about? We're sending to a crystalline frequency. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I've always prefaced it like, okay, we're going to go a little bit. But well, actually, too, I mean, our bodies are, we, you know, our pineal gland has calcite in it. We have crystals in our ears. Like we have, you know, the elements in our body are 99% of the elements that are made of earth. Like we are the earth and the earth is I think 12% quartz crystal. So it's, you know, it's, we're just becoming, it's, we're just becoming more dense. We're becoming less dense. Excuse me. We're not, we're not, no, we're, you know, we're, we're coming back to who we are, our crystalline structure and our crystalline, our crystalline body. Um, and, you know, just speaking to what you said, I mean, thank you so much for speaking to that because it's, you know, this past summer also has been a very tumultuous time for, I think, a lot of people. And, you know, I think in the past, it had always been like, maybe we would have these big waves of intensity, but then it would kind of slow down or open up. And it really just feels like, um, we're continuing to kind of move into a space that I don't know how much it's going to truthfully slow down. Like it just kind of feels like we're in this momentum, like almost like a wave of an ocean where, you know, to, to really get in that space of riding the energy and riding the wave rather than allowing that wave to just completely, you know, take over you. Um, totally (laughs) crash. And I think that, yeah, we, we, these tools are becoming what, which I think is also why so many people are awakening at this moment at at a very rapid, very rapid pace. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, these tools are needed so many different, you know, and there's not one that fits everyone. It's like, there's so many different, I think that's also why I've been so curious in so many different modalities is because it's also like, you know, you're going to call and it's like almost like a painter having a ton of different colors, which you're going to call on these specific tools um, at specific times. Um, but it is so, it does feel so integral at this time to have specific things that we can go back to, to really bring us back to that space of, of home within. Mm, beautiful. Yes. And 
what helps me honestly get to that space and as I'm saying this I'm staring up at that half moon (laughs) is Mm. to remember that we really are one and in this together I mean I've Mm -hmm. it's only been in recent the past year so I really felt I always understood the concept of being one like I understood that that was apparently what we all are as we're not totally separate I understood the concept yet I didn't fully feel it but the more I started to align with the rhythms of the earth and the seasons of the sun and the cycles of the moon I really started to feel it and see it like we really are just operating as different um, aspects of the universe of God and Mm -hmm. just just embodying that uh, in these vessels Mm -hmm. but we're all one we're all the same we're all one Mm -hmm. operating system and so and I know you're very in tune with the rhythms and cycles of earth and the moon and I'm curious what you do to align with this in order to remember you and just stay true to you yeah I love that. I love how you, I love how you, how you said that. And I, and I think, you know, we are these, we are mirrors of each other. Right. And oh, so yeah. we're mirroring the moon. We're mirroring the different seasons, no matter where you are, you know, you're still going through those collective um, rebirth and death and, and, and summer and expansion and contraction. And we're, we're constantly going through that. I mean, it's, and I'm all, all like, we go through that every single second with our breath right that 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 expansion and contraction and I think sometimes we get we get scared with the contraction but then it's remembering that that in breath comes again and that expansion comes again so I think at any time we can really begin to tune into the medicine that that each cycle holds and that each cycle is so important whatever that is even if it's as simple as the breath like the inhale is just as important as the exhale and we need both of them to symbiotically work together um and same with working with the moon cycles and as as women being able to really work with our menstrual cycles and our moon cycles and that was something for me that was really really important and when I was going through endometriosis and I was having really terrible cycles to the point of I had to completely clear my schedule the first two days of of my period and I would be so sick so much in pain I'd be throwing up it was just like terrible like literal absolute terror yeah and I really started like listening to my body of like okay these days like my body was forcing me to cancel everything my body was forcing me to take care of myself to take a lot of baths to sleep to like spend time alone like when I was in so much pain I wouldn't go out and so I really started listening to okay what does my body need and what do I need during these times and what does this what does this mean so I really give myself now and I and I go through the months and you know it's not always perfect but I really really try to those four days around my cycle to like really give myself some ample time to be by myself and I think we've been brought up in a society of like the Tampax commercials and nothing's wrong with Tampax commercials mm-hmm. but like of the like just keep doing your same life everything's great you know keep going 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 and going 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 and then our bodies as as women like we we need that time to I'm that's time where I receive so much information and I'm channeling and my, my space is so open and yet I'm also releasing so much from that whole month you know as women we 
also reflects the moon. And there's so much to be said about when we are bleeding with the new moon versus when we're bleeding with the full moon. And there's different times and different cycles that we go through that when I really started tuning into my own moon cycle within, that really started to change my relationship um, with my health and my periods got better and my health got better. And it was something where it was like, I, I needed that time. And, you know, in, in different cultures, women would take that time and they would oftentimes be sequestered from the rest of the village or the tribe or the town, or, you know, it was time for them to be with other women and it was time for them to be with themselves. So I think, you know, shifting that paradigm again kind of it being a magical time versus being a bad time, right? Um, yeah. And that, as I think, is a big one for women to really start tuning into and understanding that we are reflections of the moon. So that's another big, big one for me. And even with that, then, working with your own moon cycle within of those periods of time, you know, if you are in an age where you're ovulating still, um, that that is a time also of seed planting, right? So that would almost be like a time of the new moon where you are um, planting seeds and where you are setting intentions and you are looking to grow something versus, you know, on your on your moon cycle, on your period where you are shedding and you are releasing and you are letting go of, of things that month that might not have served you and you're also letting go of, of parts of yourself that are no longer needed. So it's tuning into that earthly cycle within ourselves. Oh, that's so beautiful. The moon cycle within. And I want to paint mm-hmm. a picture for everyone. So during those times, you said that you may honestly just be and relax and take time for yourself, sequester yourself from the world, and you may whip out some tools. Yes. <laughs> for example, maybe your crystals or something, or write and create. Uh, and so I'm curious if you can paint a picture. What I'm sure it changes every season. Mm-hmm. Right ear started ringing. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it changes every season, but uh what when you are on your period what do you usually do in order to just allow yourself to just be and tune in within you I mean so much of that is really clearing the schedule to be honest like giving myself Uh, that's so important important. oh my gosh not to feel like you have to be in your masculine energy at that moment and have to have to go 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 like allow yourself to just be (laughs) we're still so indulgent it's so funny right it's like but I think really creating that structure so like having a structure of okay even if it's one day like let's say it's just one day of your cycle or one day of the month that like you it's a hundred percent open for you to do whatever you want and there's so much freedom in that and there's so much like deliciousness that like the inner child and the maiden and the mother like every like it just feels so good where you're like whatever I want to do today I'm allowed to do and my body doesn't have to get ill or sick for me to take a day off right like I'm allowed to take a whole day to sit and write poetry to read to watch whatever I want to watch take a bath to do nothing to play with my crystals like whatever it is um that you're allowed to take that time and actually it's like really nourishing and deeply deeply nutritive to your to your soul um so that's like one thing that I would really say is that that's been really important for me 
and meditating more. Like I meditate a lot more on, on my yeah. cycle and I'm writing a lot more. Like I get very, it's like these gates open right before my cycle and, um, and I'm saying with the new moon, but, but, but the full moon very, very much so. Um, for me, it's mm-hmm. like the new moon is very much um, also it's that time where like that target is directly lined up and it's like, it's time to be very specific um, with exactly what I'm setting and exactly what it is that I'm, that I'm looking to experience. Um, And then for me, a little bit more, the full moon is a little bit more dreamy and I'm, and I'm a little bit more open and also open to in that space of like opening up my expansion and consciousness of, because when it's opening up, then it, naturally sloughs off what is no longer needed but kind of in that space of expansion it's also kind of gently breaking away what is no longer needed and and you don't have space for that anymore if that makes sense so it's it doesn't have to be like so dramatic in a way of like I'm putting this out of my life it can just be more okay it's just no longer needed because I'm making space for this right yeah yeah, and just keeping it simple, like okay, this is this yeah. is just how it is, and you're right. Yeah. I love that instead of making it yeah. a huge dramatic thing, which we tend to do sometimes. Um, yeah, speaking yeah. for myself at least. <laughs> I know, um, and, it's fun. And, and it's fun. Like we, you know, it's fun to get. Yeah. It's funny. I was actually driving this morning, and I was talking to my guys, and they were just laughing. They were like, "Sometimes you like the drama," and I was like, "I know. What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and they kept being like, just like being a, like human. Like sometimes it's fun to kind of like have something that like ha- you feel these highs and lows of energy, right? So it's just like being able to experience co- contrast, um, which is sometimes I think just interesting to the to the soul. So, but I think it can be it can go in so many different ways. Right? Oh yeah, like it oh, doesn't yeah. have to be. It doesn't have to be. I don't like the word negative, but it doesn't have to be destructive drama. It can just be, and that's, right. that's a big, yeah, it's like, it can be fun. It can be fun. Um, excitement. Very expressed. Yes. yes. Highly expressed. Well, you are clearly a deeply passionate person <laughs> and when you are a deeply passionate person, you do tend to be a bit dramatic <laughs> when it comes to almost everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is beautiful totally. it's so beautiful like embrace it and I think that a lot of people honestly probably suppress their passion because they just don't want to you know step into that there there are times to just be chill about it and whatever laissez-faire let it go but it's okay to get excited about something yeah and I think that excitement is really what is really what shows us like what we're what we're stepping into next you know oftentimes with people it's like I don't know where I'm going or I don't know what I want to experience or what I want to call in and I always say like what excites you like what really gets you excited and then follow that you know because yeah we don't know what we're getting excited about then then I think we're coming from more of a mental space rather than like a, a deeper Right. Oh, I love that you said that. And you are very excited about a lot of things and you listen to it and you align with it. And it sounds like many of the things you really have a lot of 
knowledge and wisdom and experience in because you are a Reiki master, crystal healer, and an entrepreneur for electromagnetic field shoes. (laughs) 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 Astara. I'll definitely talk about that in the introduction, which they just heard. But um, for those that are still just exploring all these different modalities, um, how do they go about finding their individual strengths rather than following what they believe they should be doing or following the trend as everything's shifting and they may come across something that not, you know, a lot of people really talk about, you know, it's just beautiful to explore. Yeah. That's such a great question. You're so, you're so amazing. Um, <laughs> I love you. I Thanks think, <laughs> I think, again, I think it really comes to listening within, right? I mean, we, we ultimately are our own healers. We're our own teachers. We're our own guides. And ultimately our path, I, I believe, is bringing us closer to, to ourself and closer within and closer to our own divinity and sovereignty within. So it's following, again, what lights you up and what you're curious about and, and listening to those pings. And I think, you know, I hear sometimes two people are like, I don't know what the pings are. And I think it's, to me, it's, it's when your body lights up or when you get a yes or when you get something that, you're, that you see and it sparks an interest. Like that to me is a doorway that's opening and we have the opportunity to walk through that doorway and we also have the opportunity to not and maybe it'll present itself again when it's time to do it or maybe it won't and maybe there's another doorway that we walk through. But, you know, when I started teaching crystal classes, like, there weren't that many people in my classes, you know? And then like over the years, it's the classes definitely got a lot bigger and people, and I think that that just speaks to to the consciousness shifting and people um, being more interested in working with crystals. But I think don't be afraid of, of following something that's different and that's not as trendy and, and, um, and just listening to like what your, what you're interested in and I think also so much of that too is bringing together all of these parts of ourselves right it's so oftentimes I've found that like with different teachings or different lineages as well it's it's also acknowledging part of our own soul journey that had maybe experienced that in past incarnations or past lifetimes and it doesn't really even matter the like the specifics of it but it's more of just like a deepening and calling and coming home right so it's like you're integrating it's like you're bringing back all of these parts of yourself and you're remembering them again and you're like oh yeah I really love working with plant medicine I really love working with herbs I really love working you know I really love kundalini like whatever it is it's like bringing these different things back in and and it's it's a remembrance and to me it's, it's just continuing to come back home and so I think it's those I think it's following what lights you up and, and, and that every path is different, you know? Mm-hmm. So different. And you are integrating all of these things that you love to, you know, create something for everybody else too, which is beautiful. Um, and yeah, you also brought up plant medicine. I'm curious how you incorporate the healing powers of plants into your life and how we can at home do that into our lives. Um, because a lot of us think, oh, well, you know, most plant medicine is illegal, so I can't do that, but, (laughs) which, I mean, plants are amazing, plants are just, uh, I'm so grateful (laughs) every single day that we have them, Um, I work with them in many different ways, I mean, I think I use 
you know, early on in my practice, I did work with sacred plant teachers and very specific plant medicines. Um, but the really beautiful thing is that in, in my, you know, I, I studied Western herbalism and in our program, we would do plant meditations and we would do plant meditations with different um, infusions. And I remember having, doing a meditation with uh, a lavender tea and having such a profound experience and such a multidimensional um, experience and so many visions, so many messages coming in that I was, again, just like awed at how much intelligence and how much medicine are in these seemingly um, everyday plants. But there's also a reason that they've become so mainstream is because they're so potent and so medicinal. And I think it's really important wherever you live to also know what local plant you have there because that Mm. there's going to be a lot of medicine there. And, um, and there's so many, you know, there's so many different plants in so many different regions. So it's, I think really tuning into and listening to what your body needs at that time and what you're guided towards. You know, we work with a lot of, I work with a lot of like nourishing herbs. So really so much of our, water is unfortunately is almost like dead water like it's it's not mineralized at all and Mm -hmm. so one way that we can bring minerals back into our body are through you know plant infusions and and these nourishing herbs so if it's nettles or you know red clover burdock root or um you know oat straw like a lot of these really nourishing nourishing herbs that many of them are even weeds um, they remineralize our body and they do connect us to that, you know, to that energy and to the essence of, of earth. So we are bringing that energy back into our body. Um, I think that's a really, a really great way to do it. You know, you can do um, pea baths as well. Like if you're doing a ceremonial bath at night, you can, um, have, you know, if it, even if it fits with essential oils or if you have some dried lavender sticks or even dried sage, you know, you can put sage in the bath and, um, and let, really let that energy and that essence of that plant begin to infuse with your body, just like you would with crystals. Um, and I think the more that we can kind of weave them into our daily life, the more that then we are weaving ourselves and our consciousness also back into that with Gaia, right? Where we're, we're a little bit more conscious on a daily basis of, um, of all of our choices. So, yeah, yes. yeah. All right, Yomi. So I know many of you are extremely intuitive. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of you are, whether you know it or not. And a lot of you, in fact, every one of you have quite strong psychic senses as well that perhaps you have not yet tapped into or perhaps you'd like to strengthen. And if I could have taken each and every one of you to at least just come a witness the transformation that I got to witness in person during this Bali retreat to see how Brie was able to really transform all of us, including myself, to fully strengthen and tap more deeply into our clear senses, then I would be happy for you because it was powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. My biggest passion and joy comes from empowering others. And one of my biggest messages is that, you know, we are all intuitive. 
it is an innate skill that's within us. We're generally just not taught what to do with it or how to use these skills. Um, And they just lie dormant, more or less. Um, So I created this program, which is Psychic Bootcamp. It's a 10-week online program. But it's super hands-on, and you get to practice with other students in the class, and so many people make friends. It's a really beautiful community, and it's really the only way that I'm working with people right now. So I do a monthly group coaching, um, so it's fully supported, and we just basically go from zero to psychic hero. Um, But yeah, just, you know, if you're an empath, you are an empath because you're a human. Uh, we, we work around boundaries and maintaining really healthy boundaries so you never experience anything that you don't want to and you like work out those fears about the other side, which we've all, a lot of us have, have experienced. Um, we do angel readings and spirit guides and soul readings and animal communication. Oh my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools in her courses. Her soul sculpting, psychic boot camp, and the belief-free program. What is it called? Belief-free yeah, programming? Yeah, I don't even know what I called it, but there's a. <laughs> it's a mini course of soul sculpt, and yeah. so it's at like a cheaper price, um, and it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt, so you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed, and there's a bunch of meditations and yeah. ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level and then soul sculpt is like longer 10 week goes deeper into all this work psychic boot camp as it sounds you already Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. but i want to gift your listeners uh 10 percent off yeah Mm -hmm. for all of the things all the things i'm gonna put her link in the show notes it's briemelinson.com and the code is magic because duh Oh, yes. And I have to ask this because I've asked, I've asked about plant medicine because that helped so much, especially since it's so true that it honestly, a realigning with what is one within us. We were talking about the oneness mm-hmm. and our connection with Mama Earth. So, you know, uh, actually consuming, feeding our vessels with the power of the, the plants and nature that she provides and the consciousness that lives within them feeding us with those beautiful that beautiful medicine really does heal so much within us not only physically but also perhaps emotionally and spiritually mm-hmm. and mentally yeah. <laughs> um, but also you talked about crystals and baths and that I just had a light bulb moment where I was like, I need to ask her how she uses crystals for healing, what kind of practices you may practice. I do, I do a lot of grid work. So I make a lot of grids. Beautiful. Yeah. For specific intentionalities. And generally that's what I do for new moons or like even sometimes the start of the month, I'll make a specific grid um, for whatever intention is wanting to come forth. And for those of you who, who are unfamiliar with crystal grids, essentially um, using sacred geometry and geometric shapes um, and supporting crystals with a, like a, a master crystal generally in the middle or some sort of uh, master crystal stone that is that is the amp that is like the main stone and then you have amplifiers um, that are helping to boost that frequency so it's it's creating um, a, a a small little portal and, and vortex for amplification of energy. And then generally I'll place, you know, a written intention or, or several intentions underneath that grid. And then I'll just kind of like let it sit and I'll intentionally kind of keep charging it every day. But um, I'll meditate, I'll meditate with them. I mean, um, I do crystal readings a lot for people. So 
um, I'll lay them out in a grid or like a little bit of a matrix and then they uh, kind of, it's a map and like it tells me a little bit of a story. Um, oftentimes I'll just have them with me uh, in my bag. You know, I, for many years it was like I was keeping them in my bra. And I think that was also one of the reasons why I wanted to put them on shoes is that it was just, you had them with you all the time and you were able to work with them in a, in a daily way. Um, I love bathing with them. I think it's a really great way to charge, Mm -hmm. you know, they do charge the water. So it's literally bathing in that frequency of that, um, of that crystal, which is so delicious. (laughs) Um, I just Um, took a bath before I talked to you and that's amazing uh, (laughs) I wish I brought my crystal in though (laughs) I usually have a ton of crystals around but because I'm moving a lot and traveling a lot and I've only been in this condo for a little bit I seriously only have two crystals with me right now and I'm actually content I know I'm truly it's interesting yeah. like it's the, the two yeah. selenites I place them on me during I meditate okay. and I just feel so connected to these two I don't really I mean I actually do have other little crystals like on my jewelry and just lying around but the two that I'm consciously yeah. intentionally using they feel more than enough right now it's a very interesting yeah. juxtaposition because I'm so used to having a lot I love that yeah. I, I, will, I will say that I definitely went through that as well like I went through a time where I was working with them constantly and then it's almost kind of like you you use them then when you want to or when they come in, right? Yeah, when they come in. I know that the ones that are not around me right now are not around me for whatever reason because they need yeah. to be maybe around. I left them with my family, you know, and yep. then also I, I lost some in Bali and they're supposed to be there. And yeah, yeah. I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> it's such a great practice of unattachment. Like there's been so many oh, yeah. stones that I've, you know, felt very attached to that I will get a very clear message that they're supposed to go to someone and I'm like really guys uh, it's like, yeah, yeah that's what it is and you're a caretaker for a while and then yeah. it goes on to the next person yeah and yeah totally but it, it is an interesting practice of just under of, of just tuning into which ones are coming in at that particular time and which ones aren't and yeah yeah it's fun they're like these little these little friends that we've got with us I know I, I love my little friends right now, but I'm sure that it will have another home someday, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. So yeah. we talked about um, so many different ways to connect more deeply with and honor Mama Gaia, Mother Earth, mm-hmm. um, plant medicine and crystals and walking just simply, it's so simple too, simply walking barefoot on the ground and just honoring what's around you when you're with her and bathing with her crystals and consuming her plants. Like it's so Mm -hmm. simple. Um, What are some other modalities that we might be able to dabble in to honor and connect with her? Yeah. I mean, I think a really simple, a really simple grounding meditation and being able to, you know, at any moment, and I do this a lot, like any moment, imagining and visualizing that grounding cord coming out of the base of your spine and going down into the ground and, and reaching all the way down to the center of the earth and connecting that. with I the center that. of the earth and then bringing that nutritive energy back up through that cord into your body so just even you know visually and and imagining that grounding cord instantly brings you back to that space um and I also find having a connection with the plants that are around us, you know, understanding, like saying hello, like as cheesy as it may sound, like saying hello to like the trees that you have in your yard or that you see when you're walking down the street. And when I was in a 
office building, like I would take breaks and I would take walks around the block and I would literally go up and place my hands on a tree and, and receive that energy and have that exchange. And um, I think when we begin to, to really deepen that relationship and understand that these are energies that are alive and are present and are very much around us, um, that alone, just that awareness starts to tune us back in. Yeah, absolutely. And sending love, you know, in meditation and so much of what's been going on, um, you know, in the Amazon is sending, sending love to Gaia and having that communication with her. And she, she knows what she's doing and she's, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's very aware of what she's doing, but being able to send our support and love and light and send intentions and just that connection alone. Um, and also being able to feed her. So oftentimes we feed her, you know, when we do energetically release um, stagnant energy or old energy from our bodies, like into the ground, she can't eat that. That's, you know, that's food for her. So she knows what to do with that. Um, so being able to, to release what we no longer need and be able to lovingly send that into her. And she, you know, she eats it and she transmutes it into into something new. So I think having a relationship with, with the elements and really taking time out to, you know, if it's one week, one day a week of going somewhere, if it's going on a hike or just going for a walk or going, you know, to the ocean, or if it's the middle of the winter, being able to visualize that. Like, I think we forget how important um, just even our process of visualization is and that we're able to maybe connect to that energy on a, on a, ver- on a massive collective scale and if if all of us were you know sending love and intention into into the earth like how much of a ripple effect that would be and (laughs) and that we would just make different changes you know we would pick up trash so powerful we wouldn't have you know take out all the time like we wouldn't be buying fast fashion like we would just start to become a little I think it's like step by step the more that we can just continue to tune into her and the more that we can show her that we are actively with her and aligning with her and so grateful that we're able to be in these beautiful vessels eating her beautiful you know glorious Mm -hmm. food that she provided like that that exchange to me just continues to grow and then that that consciousness expands out so I think it's that awareness right so just coming back to that awareness so beautifully said a practical way to ground too is just breath like breath of fire you know bringing your breath all the way down yeah is like a very easy way just to ground your body um and I and I also love to bless bless your food bless your water you know like being able to really connect to the elements like connect to the elements that that we have in our daily life that we're able to connect to and sending you know sending love also out to the air like understanding that the element of air is also um, needing attention as well and just being able to to be conscious aware beings mm-hmm. yes and with every element oh so mm-hmm. beautifully said so beautifully said and um, I think a lot of people probably are just uh, even though the good news is that we are shifting rapidly, becoming mm-hmm. more crystalline. So people mm-hmm. will indeed accept you hugging a tree and it's not look <laughs> weird, but I think a lot of people might be in fear and it's, they stop themselves, even if no one's around, just fear of the judgment, judgment mm-hmm. of themselves. 
or even sending a simple Insta story, just reminding people, send some love to Mama Earth today. It yeah. might look weird to some communities, but I noticed that more people are doing it. And so that's beautiful. And so honestly, um, people know deep down that it's actually a truth and it's not weird. So no need to worry about their thoughts on it anyways. Yeah. And they might do it. They might pray for her no matter what they say out loud, but at least they're doing it. And so um, to not be in fear of it. Yeah. And you're are so you ready for that. Like you are so, <laughs> and thank you for, thank you for you and your medicine and what you're opening up to people and you speaking your truth and holding space for, for others. Like you, the way that you hold yourself and the information that you share, like you're stepping into that, that such deep space of courage and acknowledgement of who you are and thank you for that because that also continues to give other people um the okay that that they can do it too right so it's kind of like oh cool mm -hmm. she's doing it I can also do this right it's just continuing to wow. like have that ripple effect so thank you for the medicine that you share and and the space that you're stepping into because it's it's massive and it's it's a it's a massive undertaking and it's it's you're really really it's really really cool to see mm, thank you thank you so much yeah i think that all of us um are giving each other permission as we share these truths that were buried yeah yeah <laughs> um are you ready for a quick random fire yeah yes i love it all right so are you an early bird or a night owl definitely early bird oh yeah what time do you usually wake up my deal time is like 5 a.m yeah. <laughs> How do you tap? What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Gemini. Okay. And do you resonate with your birth chart? Um, with my birth chart, yes. I mean, I don't 100% resonate with Gemini. I do in a lot of ways. But right. yeah, I do resonate with my birth chart. I do. <laughs> Yeah, because when you look at it from a zoomed like, out scale, because nobody is exactly everything that their sign is. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's the thing. Like my my whole chart, I definitely do resonate with, but like doing a blanket of like Gemini, not so much because I think there's so many other colors and right. aspects in there. But yeah. Well, what's your mantra of the season? My mantra of the season: stay open. Yeah. And really be like stay curious and stay open. So, how do you? select fashion eco-conscious fashion because a lot of people are interested in trying to make sure that they're just selecting conscious fashion mm -hmm. but it's sometimes hard especially when you know a good store that you like has a sale on or something <laughs> I think go on vibration you know the more that you can like choose things vibrationally the more that you're going to also um and I think we are moving into that space of, of eco of, of conscious fashion let's say in that it also holds the vibration so as we become more crystalline and we become more sensitive we start to understand that everything has a frequency vibration and that certain pieces that are most more eco-friendly that there is a consciousness there because there's a lot of intention there so it's going to have an actual higher frequency than let's say something that's more fast fashion and that is maybe a little bit less expensive that's not to say that you can't find eco-friendly fashion that is also budget friendly and i think that there are going to be more lines that come out but I would, I would say, you know, look for, look for lines that are using natural dyes and that are using natural materials um, and that are, you know, produced in an ethical way. I think that that's really, really the main thing. You know, if you think about eco-fashion, eco a lot of it is, fashion's the, the, the number two 
you know, polluting industry behind coal. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah, it's massive. It's like a really big, and there's so much, you know, all of these, the big fast fashion, there's so much uh, wasted material and wasted clothing that just goes in landfills. And then you start talking about the dyes that all the chemical dyes that then are run off into the oceans and into waters. And then the materials that are synthetics that have plastics in them that kind of end up in the ocean. Like it's, you know, we're, we're becoming, it's, it's at a time where it really is important to start choosing, choosing these, these brands that are, are thinking in this way, because it is again, that holistic um, perspective working with Gaia. Um, and also with that too, from an EMS perspective, um, natural natural uh, materials are really helpful in. They don't protect against EMS, but they don't um, attract them. So synthetic materials, like if you ever have like static electricity, um, that also like draws in the EMF. So you become a little bit more of like an antenna with some of these synthetic materials. So the more natural, the more natural dyed, um, obviously the better. So I would say this is fully rapid fire and this is the longest answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, and rarely do I get an actual, that's why I call it random fire now. I actually don't even call it rapid fire. I call it random fire. (laughs) These are fire questions, but they're random and they're not so rapid. So, um, wow. You are deeply passionate about what you talk about and I absolutely admire that and honor it. Um, (laughs) <laughs> where's your favorite place on Mama Gaia? My favorite place. Oh, I'd have to say Hawaii. I just like, um, Aww. yeah, my soul has had been many incarnations in that space. Um, yeah. Hawaii, probably big island. Hawaii. I feel that. What does a star mean for those that may not know? Yeah. A star kept coming in, um, in meditations for, for a couple of years, actually. And I kept wondering if it was maybe like the name of a child, um, or if it was, you know, specific guide. And, and then it came in and it was very clear of the brand. But wow. when I looked at it after I had like filed and everything, um, like all the legal papers, it, um, it's related to Astarte, which is another name of Isis. Um, Chills. Isis, I know it's so wild. And also, it's kind of very similar. It can also have a relation to Ostara, which is the pagan goddess of fertility. So it has this very deep divine feminine um, essence to it, which is just... Yeah, that is it's interesting. Beautiful. And she very much has her own energy and like oh yeah, her own. You know, as as you know, with your creations, it's like you you birth these things into the world, and then you are the mother of them. They have their own agenda. So they have their own agenda, one hundred percent. You might be their mom and looking over them, but they're honestly yep. taking themselves somewhere else. Your own magic yep. is my baby, and I'm just watching over her. But I definitely yep. do not control her. No. No, no. (laughs) So the universe gave you billboards for absolutely no cost whatsoever. It was a gift for you to share just this one message across the main highways and major cities Mm. all around the world. So what would the billboards read? Mm, That's a great question. Take your time. It's funny. What I'm doing right now is just the word remember. Um, but I feel like so much of my, so much of my path is about 
is about yeah like reconnecting and and having helping people to remember their connection within and their connection to the earth and their connection to each other so it's so much about connection but it's just also about remembrance like remembrance of who we are so it might just be a very simple remember (laughs) Mm, that is beautiful and I agree just remember mm. it's beautiful how many people are starting to yeah the last question that i ask all the euro magic guests mm-hmm. how would you advise the euro magic listeners to create their own magic mm. i think really listening to yourself and i think you know in today's day and age of instagram and social media it's like really easy to we have so much information and we're seeing so many amazing people create so many amazing things um But I think sometimes it can be a little challenging then to stay in your own lane. And I think that like owning our own individuality and owning our own path and our own, our own medicine um, is, is kind of the biggest Um, and understanding that our own unique signature is only ours. Like we can only do what we came to do and to be who we came to be. So allowing ourselves to get closer to that. Mm, I love that you said that. And though we are all just one, yet we are also individuals for a reason. So the universe can experience these different aspects of this experience. And so it's, you do have your own electromagnetic signature and there's a reason why you should focus on you and your self-love before others Mm -hmm. and yada, yada. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love that. I honor that. Thank you. And that's so much of like, for some reason right now, the dolphins are coming in very strongly and it's like, that's so much of the dolphin energy. Like dolphins teach us to you know, honor their own, like they're each have their own personality and their own medicine in, in the pod, but then they also work as one and they also think as one, but they have their own personality. So it's like, they really teach us to be part of the one while being in our own individual uh, frequency, which is so. Our own intrinsic self. I love that. You are amazing. Everyone's going to love you. Yeah, I absolutely amazing. love you. We are connecting when I'm in Los Angeles. I know. <laughs> totally. No, I'm serious. I like I would, I'm not even just saying that. Yes. I would know. I would love that. I would love that. And like anytime, are you in Utah for a while? Um, Just till the end of September. Okay. Okay. So we'll have to, I mean, yeah, our paths will definitely cross. Oh yeah. And we'll have to catch up because same, like I feel like such yeah. a kindred soul and such a kindred Same. spirit and I just feel like we could chat and, and talk uh, forever and so we'll just have to have another time yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> well where can everyone find you um personal is Mariah K. Lyons um and MariahKLyons.com and then Astara is at Astara A-S-T-A-R-A and the website is AstaraCollective.com I'm going to go purchase myself some of your shoes. 100%. Oh, they're, they're great for traveling. That's when I noticed mm. the biggest thing is they help with jet lag and they help to keep me grounded. Like when I'm, oh. when I have a lot of travel and that's what a lot of the customers say, it's like they really help with this travel and with like traffic. I will need that when I go to LA. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know. That's one thing I love about parks. Well, there it gets a little bit trafficy, but not the same. Like it, I love the openness. I love the openness. Yeah. 
love it. Mountain sisters. I love it. Mountain sisters. Oh, thank you so much, Mariah. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. I make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations where I sprinkle in at least one new meditation a month and The most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state, along with others like activating your third eye or short, simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally, is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul-expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.